0: This installment of Bach on Wednesday was recorded for release on June 16th, 2021. Greetings. This is Terry Noel Tao and June 11th, 2021 was the 111th anniversary of the birth of one of the finest keyboard players from the United States of America. I speak of the pianist, fortepianist, clavichordist and harpsichordist Ralph Kirkpatrick, who was born on June 11th, 1910. Ralph Kirkpatrick's artistry was well known to Bach aficionados, early music aficionados, and to record collectors in the United States of America and throughout the Western world during his long and distinguished career. He was on the faculty at Yale University, a graduate of Harvard College, and, well something of a prickly chap, by all reports. I only met him three times, just briefly on each occasion. I found him personable, but I would not describe him as warm and cuddly. Ralph Kirkpatrick was a man with a mission. As he himself put it, Shortly before he died in 1984, he had committed himself quote, to the performance of harpsichord and clavichord music in a manner as close as possible to what could be ascertained of the intentions of the composers. End quote. In a way, he sells himself short because he was also a fine pianist, recorded Mozart concertos, both on a quote-unquote modern concert grand and also one on a fortepiano, and he also was a passionate advocate of contemporary harpsichord music. But we are going to focus today on Ralph Kirkpatrick, as an interpreter of the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. His earliest recordings of the music of Bach date from 1936, the first of a group of recordings he made for a small independent label called MusiCraft. And, at this early stage in his career, His regular instrument was a two-manual harpsichord built in 1908 by Arnold Dolmage while he was living in the United States and working with the Boston piano makers Chickering & Sons. Kirkpatrick's acquisition of this instrument, which once had belonged to, believe it or not, Verruccio Busoni, was financed by gifts from a group of friends. The purchase was made in 1934, when harpsichords were not easy to find. And this instrument remained his primary instrument for a number of years. He kept it until his death in 1984. It is now in the Museum of Musical Instruments at Yale University, to which he bequeathed it. He had already begun, at the tender age of twenty three, twenty four, his career as a touring recitalist, performing to broad critical acclaim. For audiences that initially were made up, as he recalled many years later, largely of record collectors and cranks, who also liked folk dancing because it was pure and sexless. Kirkpatrick remembered that his first recordings, the ones, the first ones for Musicraft, were made in nineteen thirty-six. They were published the following year. The initial series of recordings: Albrecht, the Partita Number no. Five in G Major, B W V eight two nine, the Concert nach dem italienischen Gusto, the Concerto according to the Italian taste, what we call the Italian Concerto, in F Major, and the Ricercare a Tre from Das Colleges offer, were not in an auspicious beginning despite the high quality of the performances. The recordings simply were not technically successful. Most likely because of defective plating of the original matrices, the surfaces of the partita particularly, are appallingly noisy. In addition, the engineer set the gain too low for at least three of the sides in the partita and cranked the volume up as the sides progressed. Speed inaccuracies also marred the beginning of all four sides of the partita. When I produced the reissue on CD of these recordings, I had the immense good fortune to be working with the legendary Seth B. Winner of Seth B. Winner Sound Studios, Inc. in Merrick, New York, and Seth did his absolute best and succeeded to correct the pitch fluctuations and compensate for the volume shifts. Because it was such an engineering calamity, the partita was deleted almost immediately after its release. But the Italian concerto and the richer Atre, a tre, which are significantly better technically and do not suffer from either volume or pitch inaccuracies remained in Musiccraft's active catalog for a number of years. I propose to play all three of these recordings for you as a group. First, that problematical recording of the Partita number five in G major, BWV 829. The partita is in seven movements. Preambulum, Allemande, Corrente, Sarabande, Tempo di Minuetto, passe and Gigue. Next comes the Concert nach dem Italienischen Gusto, the concerto according to the Italian taste, from the second part of the Clavier Übung. That's the beloved composition we call the Italian Concerto in F major, BWV 971. The recording occupies three sides of a two 12 inch 78 rpm set. The fourth side from Das musikalisches Opfer the musical offering bwv 1079 the ricercare a tre the ricercare in three voices ralph kirkpatrick at his Dolmetsch chickering harpsichord his first recordings made in 1936 when he was 25 years old the partita number five in G major BWV 829 by Johann Sebastian Bach then Bach's concert nach dem italienischen gusto the concerto according to the Italian taste what we call nowadays the Italian Concerto in F Major, BWV 971. And finally, the Ricciacare a Tre Voci, the Ricciacare in Three Voices, that opens Das Musikalisches Opfer, the musical offering, BWV 1079, by Johann Sebastian Bach. And as you surely noticed, the quality, sonically, of the recordings gets better as the recordings go on, but the surfaces nonetheless are noisy. That had been remedied by the time that Ralph Kirkpatrick made his next group of recordings for MusiCraft in... 1938 that set of six 12-inch 78 rpm discs which was released as MusiCraft's set number 25 is described simply as a harpsichord recital by Ralph Kirkpatrick music by a variety of composers of the early Baroque and high Baroque. Significantly, there is nothing by Handel. One composition by Johann Sebastian Bach, a major one. The Chromatic Fantasia and Fugue in D minor, BWV 903. Patrick, recorded in 1938 when he was 28 years old, Johann Sebastian Bach, the chromatic fantasia and fugue in D minor, BWV 903. If you know Wanda Landowska's recording of that composition and also of the Italian concerto, you know that the approaches are quite different and after listening to the two approaches kirkpatrick's comments about his brief period studying with Landowska in 1931 and 1932 seem all the more telling clearly they did not see eye to eye or hear ear to ear kirkpatrick said she is a great artist but other artists take different ways it generally means a break the case of vanda landowska and ralph kirkpatrick the break the schism was complete and it was permanent. In the late 1940s Ralph Kirkpatrick teamed up with the marvelous violinist Alexander Schneider and made several recordings with him for Columbia Masterworks. They did all of the sonatas for violin and continuo by George Friedrich Handel and all six of the Sonatas for Harpsichord and Violin by Johann Sebastian Bach. Let's hear the first three of the Bach Sonatas now. Those are the Sonata Number 1 in B Minor BWV 1014 Number two in A major BWV 1015, and number three in E major BWV 1016. These recordings were made in 1945 and in 1947. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank <laughs> you. for Harpsichord and Violin by Johann Sebastian Bach and they're correctly titled for Harpsichord and Violin. The autograph score says "Cembalo Concertato, a e Violino and the keyboard part is fully written out. It is not a continuo Accompaniment. In those historic recordings, Ralph Kirkpatrick was the harpsichordist and he was partnered by the violinist Alexander Schneider. The sonata number one in B minor, BWV 1014, was recorded on November 28, 1945. The sonata number 2 in A major BWV 1015 was recorded on January 13, 1947 and the sonata number 3 in E major BWV 1016 was recorded on February Third, 1947. Oscar Wilde is reputed to have said that the only temptation that is worth resisting is the temptation to resist temptation, and I am not going to resist the temptation to share with you the remaining three sonatas in the collection of six that make up Johann Sebastian Bach's Six Sonatas for Harpsichord and Violin. Once again, the harpsichordist will be the great Ralph Kirkpatrick, who was born on June 11, 1910, his partner, the marvelous Alexander Schneider, and I am honored to say that Sasha was a friend of mine. The sonatas are number 4 in C minor BWV 1017 which was recorded on November 28, 1945. The sonata number 5 in F minor BWV 1018 which was recorded on January 3rd 1947, and finally the Sonata Number 6 in G Major, BWV-1019, which was recorded on February 3rd, 1947. BWV-1019 is the one Sonata in the set that exists in multiple versions. Ralph Kirkpatrick and Alexander Schneider elected to record the five movement version that contains the extra movement which is a solo for the harpsichord. second three of the six sonatas for harpsichord and violin by Johann Sebastian Bach number four in C minor bwv 1017 number five in F minor bwv 1018 and number six in G major bwv 1019 The sonata number six was presented in the five movement version, in which the central movement, the third movement, is a harpsichord solo. In these recordings, which were made in 1945 and in 1947, the violinist was Alexander Schneider, the harpsichordist was Ralph. Kirkpatrick I am confident that Lin Yen and Jose Vega will forgive me but I'm about to bend the rules of Bach on Wednesday a bit I want to share with you my absolute favorite recording by Ralph Kirkpatrick it is in essence an entire LP, a 12-inch LP, and the program, in essence, duplicates the program of the first recital that I ever heard Ralph Kirkpatrick give. It was in Carnegie Recital Hall. It was in early 1961, I had seen an advertisement in the art section of the New York Times for a series of three recitals that Ralph Kirkpatrick was going to give in Carnegie Recital Hall. I asked my parents if I might be taken to them. My parents agreed. The first one was all French music, Couperin Le Grand, as I recall. That's the one that's vaguest in my memory. The last one was All Sonatas by Domingo Scarlatti, which of course were a specialty of Ralph Kirkpatrick's. He did write the first definitive biography, which was published in 1953, and he also took it upon himself to prepare a chronological catalog of the 555 sonatas that then were known to exist. And the Kirkpatrick system displaced the rather slapdash Longo numbers, because when Alessandro Longo published sonatas, he not only tampered with the texts, but also he published them randomly. So, Longo 257, for example, was not originally following Longo 256, although Vanda Landowska did pair them that way. The middle recital that, I think it was January, to be honest, of 1961, was a mixed program. And I was escorted to it by my wonderful elementary school music teacher, the late, great Paul Rotella. And it had one piece by Johann Sebastian Bach on the program, which I already knew from Agui Jambor's recording on the piano, Kirkpatrick's performance on the harpsichord knocked me out of my seat, but the thing that really knocked me for a loop was his performance of Jean-Philippe Rameau's Les Cyclopes, both compositions are on this 12-inch LP, which I did not come across until many years later. But you can imagine how thrilled I was, because this disc is the one on which, as far as I'm concerned, Ralph Kirkpatrick is the most relaxed. He was best in recital. In the recording studio, he was marvelous, austere, sometimes, if you will, reticent, Mm -mm. and it comes across sometimes as coldness, and that's not fair to him. The program on this 12-inch LB, Mm -mm. which was originally published By HMV. It was recorded in London in 1955, as I recall. I can verify that real quick. Yes, in the number one studio in Abbey Road in London on July 7th through 9th. Wrong. August 7th through 9th, 19... 56 you can't take me anywhere the compositions are the 10th pavian and galliard mr w peter from my lady neville's book jan Peterson swelink the variations on mein junges leben hat ein end the toccata number 2 by johann Jakob Froberger, a by Johann Pachelbel, by Johann Sebastian Bach, the prelude and fugue in A minor, BWV 894. Then, three compositions by Francois Couperin le Grand. First, from the 15 Ordre. Le Dodo, ou L'Amour au Berceau. Then, from the 24e ordre, Les Vieux Seigneurs, and Les Jeunes Seigneurs. Then, two compositions, by Jean-Philippe Rameau, both from the Suite Henri of 1724, L'Entretien des Muses, and Lacy Club, wow! What a performance that is! Then, two tientos by Antonio de Capiton numbers one and three. Three pieces by Girolamo Frescobaldi, Balletto, Corrente, and Passacaglia, and finally four sonatas by domingo scarlatti all of them in f major kirkpatrick number two nine six kirkpatrick number two nine seven kirkpatrick number four three seven kirkpatrick number four three eight as i said this recording was made in london the instrument is not Identified. While it is always possible that Ralph Kirkpatrick was traveling with his own instrument, namely, most likely, that 19.8 Dolmetsch Chickering that had been made for Buzoni, it is more likely that a local instrument was chosen. Knowing Kirkpatrick, it may well have been an Arnold Dolmetsch. Thank mm-hmm. you. simply astonishing harpsichord recital played by Ralph Kirkpatrick, recorded in the number one studio at Abbey Road Studios in London, England, on August 7th through 9th, 1956. The Compositions by William Byrd from my Lady Neville's book, The Tenth Pavian and Galliard, Mr. W. Peter. Then Jan Petersen Veylinck, The Variations on Mein Junges Leben hat ein Ende. Toccata No. 2 by Johann Jakob Froberger. A by Johann Pachelbel. The Prelude and Fugue in A minor, BWV894, by Johann Sebastian Bach. Three pieces by François Couperin Le Grand, first Le Dodo ou l'amour au berceau, from the 15e ordre, and then two pieces from the vingt-quatrième ordre, Les Vieux Seigneurs and Les Jeunes. Seigneur. Then, two pieces from The Suite Henri of 1724 by Jean-Philippe Rameau, L'Entretien des Muses, and Lacey Club. Wow, what a performance that is! Two Tientos by Antonio de cabezon numbers 1 and 3. Three pieces by Girolamo, Frescobaldi, the Balletto, Corrente, and the Passacaglia, and finally four sonatas by Domingo Scarlatti, all of them in F major, Kirkpatrick 296, Kirkpatrick 297, Kirkpatrick 437, and Kirkpatrick 438.